0: Welcome to the Zista Podcast. We have a very different episode for you today. Joining me today is Tushar Singhal, who's the Chief Assistant Director and Script Supervisor for Rising Sun Films. So we invited Tushar to come back and, you know, join us for another episode on filmmaking. And we asked students to submit questions that they'd like to ask Tushar on the films that he's actually worked on so movies like Pink, Gulabo Sitabo, Madras Cafe, Sardar Uttam, October, Vicky Donor just to name a few so thanks for joining us Tushar
1: thank you for me.
0: yeah and you know we, we really got a good response you know because I think a lot of people out there are aspiring filmmakers and they have lots of questions that they were sending your way so let me start with the first one mm and uh, you know this one has come in from trilok from Ud, from uh, bhubaneswar nice so trilok is asking you know that you've worked on a lot of big sets you know a lot of uh, uh, large productions so is it challenging what are some of the things that you face when you are working
1: in such an environment so <clears throat> thank you trilok for your question um, let me take the example of sardar uh, which was uh, big traditionally right. speaking uh, my first international shoot so to speak be shot it in russia um, i think uh, clearly practically speaking uh, first thing is planning Um, Shujita as a director has a very meticulous eye about detailing mm-hmm. you know so across departments be it costume be it uh, production design which is the art uh, be it even the performance and the research in terms of um, just the world mm-hmm. you know that started like almost one and a half year back okay. you know uh, so a lot of um, findings came from that um, and there were different worlds like we, we did like an amritsar of 1919 you know which is Jallianwala bagh to nineteen forty britain london you right. know so um, so yeah i think to look one of the things that really especially in a historical a uh, big setup, yes, but I think more importantly, since it was a historical, we had to be really, really detailed, precise, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and and for us, that's fun. You know, it's challenging, but that's the fun of it. You know, um, also to work in an international setup, to work with an international crew, uh, it really gives you something. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I think uh, I hope that you know all of uh, you know aspiring filmmakers do get a chance to be part of a, a big film setup uh, and by big I mean scale I don't mean like stars making it sure big. sure you know I, I mean the storytelling uh, being big um, yeah all
0: right thanks for that Tush <coughs> um, so we have another question and this one's coming from Sandhya from Hyderabad now Sandhya is a big fan of Mr. Bachchan right and uh, she wanted to ask you about your experience Working with Mr. Bachchan, so I believe you worked with him on movies like Pink, uh, Gulabo Sitabo, and Piku, and Piku, of course. So, uh, can you tell us a little bit about his work ethic? Maybe you know what's your experience working with him? Oh, work
1: ethic and experience, yeah. So, I'll, I'll, Sandhya, I will share certain examples. So, first day of Piku, and uh, he's playing Bhaskar, and um, you know, he comes on set, and the scene is done, and he gives the take and everything. Uh, everyone is happy. You know, you. it's the first scene is with the daughter. He's at home. He's shouting for her. Pico, and you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I remember that yeah, scene. She's not yeah. got the medicine and all of that, whatever. And um, everyone had a good time and, you know, Bhaskar was really now there in person. We've been working on it and now we could see him. Mm-hmm. But at like 9, 3 a.m., he calls up Shujit and says like, you know, Shujit, uh, can I do one more? You know, uh, I, I felt I like, uh, I'm acting for the camera you know uh, I, I, I want to just feel it a bit more okay and uh, all of us Sujita was quite okay but <coughs> we went ahead and you know he said let's do it and next day he came back and he, he did the scene again Wow yeah so I'm just saying that um, I don't think he needs to prove to anyone you know that uh, this is what uh, I did instead or whatever it's just that desire to go closer to just feeling it you know feeling it like real and and yeah the, the actor in him is always hungry always alive um in character he, he went on set he'll talk to you like in character okay and um even uh even today bringing stuff to the character like uh i, I believe the hunch in gulabo sitabo very subtle hunch that is character carries mm. came, came from him you know that body language of always being like like a little like this right you know to add to the uh, the grittiness gre- the grittiness and the greed yeah. of the character that came from him okay and he kept it always he kept it and every take he would be like oh but i i, I was not soft enough you know and, and everything so i i think it just as an artist he's just alive on camera and and that's his high um and of course, the discipline everyone knows about. And uh, Pink, uh, again, Pink was like, uh, so he's a man who really rehearses. His 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 style, his approach mm. comes from good old theater. A lot of rehearsals, <coughs> lines which went on for almost two and a half pages long. Okay. In a film like Pink, you know, he had long monologues as the lawyer for the right. girls. Right, absolutely. Um, and, and at that, you know, just, just doing the lines, just reading them again and again doing them again and then the intonation during the take you know there was one take in which by the end of it he was uh, himself a little wet eyed and and the whole unit clapped because he did it in one take and he did it with the intonation that just felt so raw and a lot of us so real and and, uh, so I think that passion mm, shows and let me tell you I have been there in post production as well so even during dubbing he will come with the scenes, he will come with the marker, he will come with the pencil, he will sit, he will do it and after the dubbing he will note dubbed on so and so date. Okay. That kind of meticulousness, that kind of precision, uh, that kind of discipline uh, is rare and, and inspiring. Awesome. Our so next? That, that was for Gitika, right? Gitika, no sorry. Sandhya. Sandhya from Hyderabad. Sandhya, I hope uh, that gave you some insight to to this uh, artist that you adore <laughs> and so do us
0: i mean so do all of us i mean it's just fantastic yeah <coughs> all right uh moving to the next question to so this one's coming from shilpa and she's based in delhi and i think shilpa is an aspiring uh, costume designer so she really liked the look that was created for dipika and piku yeah. and uh, i just good want choice, to kind of uh, shilpa right i mean good good hmm. eye yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that that look has been, you know, uh, so inspirational in many ways, because it, it really uh, showcased her as the girl next door. Mm. So uh, any anything that you'd like to share on, uh, you know, how that was made even more real or even more grounded? I think that
1: three people, uh, the writer Juhi Chaturvedi, uh, Shujidha again, and Vira, you know, putting uh, themselves together in this And also there is somebody that usually doesn't get talked about which is a costume AD. Okay. You know, mostly in direction teams there is a (coughs) particular assistant director who handles only costume. Right. So it is, once the director shares with us uh, as a direction team the brief, both the costume designer and uh, the direction team costume AD, they put together things called references like, you know, so real life kurtis or real life people in that space. Sure you know and and they put together a docket for the director Okay. and then like the creative team which is the writer and director Juhi Ma'am and Shoojidda sit together and they sort of tell us the zone that's working for them you know and then Veera and team they go and go on and make it but I think it comes from A. we get in clarity what they're looking for and also what somebody like the costume designer and uh, our team brings to it you know in terms of okay how about this this can go and and you know it just comes together like that okay and yeah I, I think uh that particular look really worked uh for the film for the character and even for Deepika, i i think a lot of people liked her in, in that you know and very real and there was there was a particular corporate look as well i mean in that there was a there was a own style mm. you know and then there was of course the home and uh you know jui ma'am shurita they they didn't even from the makeup, hair, the whole combined look mm-hmm. was that girl who is self-aware, comfortable in who she is, mm-hmm. you know, not trying to prove, not trying to, you know, so that I think was, uh, yeah, well captured. Yeah. Right.
0: Um, we actually had... Um, a the pleasure of uh, hosting veera on one of our shows you know so we did a deep dive in careers that you can explore in the field of yeah. costume design and if you haven't uh, checked that out i'd encourage you to go back to some of the episodes we've shot and find yeah that look at the podcast that
1: veera. that veera has shared and you will get further insights about her work and she's been doing great work she's amazing yeah, yeah uh, one of her films last films, is kala and that's really been talked about especially from the costume uh, perspective again so yeah, uh, I'd encourage you, sorry, what is the name? So uh, this was a question from, uh, Shil- from Shilpa. Shilpa from Delhi. I'd encourage you to look at that podcast on Zista education, YouTube channel.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So the next question has come in from uh, Abhay and <coughs> Abhay um, really likes to uh, concentrate on the play, you know, the chemistry that actors have and he wanted to ask specifically I don't know why so many questions have come in for Piku but his question again was going back to the chemistry between Mr. Bachchan and Deepika in Piku how did you all engineer it in such a way that it looks so natural and it looks so uh, you know it doesn't look uh, as if they are acting it just feels so natural so in any insights that you can share on how that chemistry was portrayed so nicely I
1: think both the actors just enjoyed their parts okay. you know was so well written so well conceived that world I think good actors are hungry for such parts you know I'll be honest there weren't too many readings there weren't like they spent like one week meeting talking it just felt natural it came naturally and it flowed okay you know, of course, the director and, and writer, they, they were there all throughout and slight nudging, slight, okay, this is the right space, this is not. Mm-hmm. But I think, uh, you know, with the maturity that these actors come with, they knew what yeah. what the director is going for. You know, and, and uh, I think, um, yeah, and, and let's not forget If answer in, in the midst of all of that, you know, and such different styles. One of my favorite scenes is on the highway when, you know, Bhashkar notices that knife and he's like, man. He yeah, yeah. Anywhere. Exactly. I remember and that. Sujit <laughs> just gave them Mr. Bachchan and Irfan sir, a free hand. Okay. He said, see, okay, your intention is you're not going hmm. to listen to Bhashkar. You're not going to go. you there's no way you're traveling with a knife. Okay. You are paranoid. Hmm. And to Irfan, he said, just respond to this man and take it wherever you want. Okay. And he just l- told the cameraman to follow them on the highway. And both of them just went at it. You know, and Dipika was also just there inside, just looking at what's going on, like in her character. But I think that scene is just magical. It's not entirely scripted. It's both of them, they're in character and they're going at each other. You know, so I, I think it's just good writing good direction and actors who are just ready to absorb it and you know i mean we've had other <coughs> films in which you know a lot of prep and actors preparing like vicky in in sardar udham it was a period role he, he, he of course he was brilliant and so beautiful in that whole Jallianwala wala Baag sequence so natural you know when he's just picking up bodies after bodies and then there was a pink where you know quite a fresh young girl's cast you know, and that briefing from Shujita was like just bringing them closer to what's really deeply going on in the film. Mm. It wasn't just purely character. Oh, your character is this, your... It was what the film is trying to do. You know, what's going on for these girls? The fear. You know, where, where, <clears throat> where... How the camera is going to look at them. Right. The gaze. You know, and for them to understand that and bring that up. You know, so in that film, particularly, I remember Shridhar having long conversations just with the girls, and the, you know, uh, the director and and creative producer Shridhar, they both just you know just took them to a deeper understanding of the film. You know, and, and I think that is what they made their own. Ultimately, I have seen good directors. You know, the job being to just gives the actor just a lot of understanding of the film and what's happening for the actor okay for the character okay and then to see how the actor really um makes it his or her own that's the joy even for the director not to just keep oh do this this way no 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 it's like okay this is what's going on let's see what you can come up with you know that's the joy that's and then molding that of course so uh, that's what i would say that uh, that was the process and that's always been the process somewhere at rising sun films where you know it's more about the writing and the film and then leaving it to the artist to make it their own
0: i i like what i'm hearing you know and uh, i think it does require a very uh, someone with a very mature sensibility to actually you know let that happen and happen naturally and uh, you pay more attention to the prep, you know, in terms of the briefing, in terms of explaining the script, and letting the actor come on board with their own emotions, their own uh, way of portraying that. And because they've understood everything so deeply, they're able to do it so effectively. You know, I, I think that's really nice. Uh, you know, you were talking about prepping the the characters in in uh, uh, in pink, and actually. Uh, We have one more question relating to that, uh, specifically for Pink. So this question has come in from Deepak, he stays in Gurgaon, or should I say Gurugram. So Deepak was basically asking, how did you all prep uh, Tapsi to play that character? You know, so she was very intense and at the same time she had that, uh, you know, flow of emotions. So she was scared, she was intense, she was determined and sometimes unsure. So there were so many different shades to her character,
1: you know, anything that you can share on that? I I think I shared like, so Pink came from Tonida and, you know, again, uh, a film that I'm I'm very happy to be part of, you know, um, because I think it was a very powerful statement uh, at that time that no means no, you know, and to have it come from somebody like Mr. Bachchan, so it's a film we are all very proud of. And uh, like I said, you know, uh, it was starting from the casting. Tony Da, the you know, they were quite clear about each girl being distinct. Uh, you know, like Akhilya Kulkari had a very clear backstory. Okay. Uh, a different, different maturity to her. Uh, a Tapsi mm. in fact Tapsi was one of the first to, to be cast, you know, uh, because she just fitted the part. Um, and then there was Andrea for the, for the girl from Northeast, you know, um, and I think that mix that tonida had in mind, mm. that in itself was so real, so, so distinct, you know, and, and that helped in the casting. Um, and of course, Jogiji's team, uh, Jogiji was the casting director um, so that brief going with clarity to the casting director, that helps the entire process. Um, and uh, with respect to topsy yes, like I said, a uh, lot of conversations. Uh, see, first thing actors get besides like a briefing and interaction with the director is to, first thing they ask for is to read the script, the screenplay, you know. so she knew what it's all about and and having lived, I I believe TAPSI has lived in Delhi. So having lived in Delhi, she knew the world. You know, um, that helped. Right. Uh, But again, I would credit that to the long conversations, briefings, sharings you know, with from uh, the director uh, Tony Da and to with TAPSI. Just spending time on what the film is really about you know what what uh, not so much specifically about her character but really how uh, the world that it's really trying to engage with you know and with an intelligent actor like topsy she, she knew you know what's going on so i think that that then just flows naturally you okay. know and, and it was it fun to see it was it was yeah um, the fear i remember this one scene where after the incident she just comes to the to the bathroom and she's very shaken up and and you know she puts on the light and there's a mirror in front of her and she just uh, looks at her face and and there is a drop of blood which is not hers which is after she banged the bottle on angad's head right and she just rubs off that blood with so much like intensity and and again after that performance we were just like you know wow that was something you know so to get these nuances uh, you know between the actor and, and director and you know, i think that uh, that's the work that's the work <laughs> that's the
0: magic that's the magic right you got to go out there and make make yeah. that magic you know it's not on paper it's what, what these way.
1: artists make out of it and that's what gives you know them us, uh, the joy, the kick the, the the madness. You know to keep up with everything else that's going on. <laughs> you know. okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, we're down to our uh, last two questions, and uh, the the second last question has come in from uh, Pratik. Pratik is also from Mumbai, and his question is centering around October. So Pratik is really a nice choice. Yeah, nice choice. I I really like that movie as well. So Pratik is really curious as to, uh, how did you all think of a script like this, you know, where the basic premise itself is not your typical, uh, you know, Hindi cinema kind of storyline. Uh,
1: yeah. <coughs> so the question is, how did we choose the story? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I'll give so you a unique. very simple answer to that. That was again, the director and writer, Shujita and Juhi Man, uh, putting together their thoughts on exploration of what real love is like okay <clears throat> they set out to do uh, an interpretation of a film on love you know and i think somewhere what they were trying to get at is the most honest form of love which is selfless you know and to make that happen with the character who is the most selfish in, in a way and, and also I mean innocent arrogant that age right uh, but to 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 go on that journey uh, to see how love can be most selfless and I remember Shujudha sharing at, at one point in some brief or something that I think the closest form of love in that sense is uh, a mother's love you know which is absolutely selfless so how do we get this this boy to come into that space of loving uh, this <clears throat> woman who who is in coma who may or may not have been come out you know but he's just deeply in love you know and, and he's fighting for her with the family with the family for her yeah. survival right you know yeah um and to make a complete film out of it i think it's brave uh, and I'm glad you brought it up uh, yeah I think it's touched people very uniquely even today like uh, you know Shujita was sharing that you know during lockdown he got messages of people just going back to that film to connect with something pure you know and even everything about the, the flower shivli and you know um, the music um, mm. and um, Even Varun's performance, you know, uh, I think some things just came together. The mother's performance, Shivli's mother, you know, uh, I think, um, yeah, I I think it'll be a film even five or ten years later, we'll have uh, shelf life and we'll give back, uh, you know, and and I think, yeah, I think we're all proud and particularly Shivjida and Jeema have put together something really beautiful in that. Uh, <clears throat> what was the question though?
0: So I, I think you uh, answered that in terms of, you know, how you all came about with the script. Uh, yeah, yeah. So,
1: but but specifically on the script again, I, I don't think it was a very methodical approach, ke, oh, this will happen and then, you know, these things. I think it was uh, a very personal world and from personal experiences uh, like Shujita himself had you know, his mother a hospitalized for a long time in, in her final years. Okay. You know, so a lot of it coming from their own life experiences. Um and also credit to jui Mam's writing which which feels very real, very, very, you know, like a world like of these characters. if you've seen them around, you've seen them, they're familiar, you know, there's there's always this one uncle who's got that uh, kind of energy, you know, and, and to bring that out And then that that sort of emanates across, like even the casting was very real, the whole world was flooded with very real people, you know, you didn't feel like there are actors here, you know, Uh, the the people you've seen next door, Mm. you know, Uh, from the doctor to to the uncle to to the mother, to the the siblings of Shivli, you know, real, real, absolutely real kids, like not typical actors. You know that you may find otherwise. So I think, uh, uh, yeah, the, the writing was coming from that space where it just flowed, and uh, uh, you know, of course there was rewriting, redrafts, and everything, but it comes together. I, I think as a right as someone who writes, uh, myself, you know, you start with an idea, you start with something, and and then you know writing is a little magical you will yourself be surprised of uh, discovering yourself better when you write you know uh, you'll see parts of you you may not see otherwise it happens with me you know uh, the, the the subconscious somehow is able to come out when you write and uh, yeah that that's that's the most beautiful part of uh, writing uh, and also screenwriting
0: okay Uh, that was a really good answer and I think uh, you know you covered that subject in in great detail that brings me to my last question Tush Uh, you know um, so this last question has actually come in uh, focusing on Sardar Dham okay and it's coming from Mohan Mohan is actually from Agra and Mohan is asking about more specifically about the intensity and duration of the scene that was shot at Jalyanwala Bagh uh, you know, in Sardar Utam. so that scene was uh, very pivotal to the movie I understand, but the time uh, assigned to that footage was fairly long so what was the the, the thought behind that you know, the, the why and how can you just maybe go deeper into that
1: Thank you Mohan from Agra for asking that question and thank you all. That. So that scene, Mohan, is like the heart, that heartbeat of the film, okay. you know, uh, without that scene having its impact, mm. everything else that he did, which is going to London, 20 years, shooting or die, would be meaningless. If that scene, emotionally, we would not feel mm. what that character must have felt. Mm in being there, in when he finally does the dubki in the Gurudwara, mm. okay, Gurdwara mein wo jab last me dubki leta and we can almost see in his eyes that he's made a decision there, you know, but to feel that and Shujita was very clear, let him keep doing it 50 times. Okay. A lot of people suggested, "Thoda kam kardo, thoda edit, thoda ye," but he was clear. So I'll go back to uh, one of the reasons he decided to do this film was was his visit to Jallianwala Bagh, almost 20 years ago, where he sat <coughs> at the bag, and there were visitors, and there was this, I think, old man or old lady on the wheelchair, you know and uh, he just looked at her and and she was touching the wall which had the real bullet marks just by herself and that's when he decided that I'm doing this film. Of course because of its scale, because of a period film which is you know more expensive um, and London, uh, Amritsar, 1919, 1940, uh, he, he waited, he waited himself for 20 years you know, to finally make it. And, uh, but that scene was, was the heart of the film for these reasons. Okay. You know, um, ultimately, a film like this is an incident, right? If you just reduce it down to the basics. But it's what the director wants to bring to it, right? Which is an interpretation, it's an emotion, it's a feeling. Which may be different for you and may be different for me, mm. right? But but it's what the director is really wanting to do it for. Mm. You know, it's his medium, it's his vision. And that was his... Uh, that was the heart of the film for him. Okay. Uh, so that is why... Uh, 22 nights, not days but nights, were spent. Uh, More than 1000 extras. Every day changing them, putting blood. Every day, you know, they had to act dead or dying. And Vicky had to carry. Um, And even the team, the costume team, the direction team. You know every day to get them to change and do this and and you know hands in blood it was not an easy thing to shoot uh, even for us even for the unit you know it was it was troubling i think it was a it affected few of us you know like like we we just living it for those few days but people actually went through it you know like they were just shot and some people on the streets and dragging themselves trying to get home dying on the way trying to escape trying to escape and uh, just because of one rule that was set and it was broken they were not even having like a very strong political rally it it was a holiday it was uh, Makar Sakranti 13th April you know they were just there so many just families children, women Uh, But yeah, so coming back to the point that uh, I think that the director was very clear that this is the film and I'm gonna, you know, make you feel what they may have felt. And it certainly did that, you know, Uh,
0: you know, this this conversation has been really nice because I think you have uh, taken the effort to uh, go deeper. Uh, go behind the scenes and explain to students some of the questions that they ask yeah. relating to the movies that you worked on and you know it's it's uh, at the end of the day it's about trying to create that magic because yeah. you're portraying something where there's people involved and when there's people there's connections there's emotions there's an interplay uh, and I think the the way you capture that the way you portray that and the subtle nuances that Get captured and and portrayed are really important, and I think that's something you highlighted. Something, nice
1: uh, some, something nice that sorry, I'm butting in this, but I don't want to lose the thoughts. Something nice that Shridhar says, and it sounds a little almost arrogant, but if you understand where it's coming from, mm. uh, what he says is that about not don't make the film for anybody else but for yourself. Mm. Now, what that means is that mm, don't try and cater someone's interest to someone's what will please someone hmm. you know cater to what really affects you what 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 about your particular story is is really really the deep core about why you're doing this what's what's really your deeper connection to that story and explore that to the fullest you know uh, and then if you are moved by it if you have an emotional connection you'll have a team that will help you put it out there but be be honest about that and sure. then everyone else will also feel it will also feel some connection to that you know so th- I, I guess that's what he means by saying that you know ultimately make it for yourself make it like go deeper into what's really uh, affecting you about the story you know that that's true art as an artist be true to what is what is your deep inner connection with this thing, potential of this thing, you know, the story or idea or incident or event or character, you know. And, and then bring that out as an energy sure. from that germ of a cell, idea, whatever. Right, You know. right. Uh, and that will take you away, that will keep you original, that will make you feel good, even if you do a bad job of it. You know, I I made my first short film. It was just about a man uh, in a lockdown, fourteen days, and on the last day, he gets this rabbit. Okay, and and that connection with an animal, Mm. you know, uh, suddenly he felt what that animal in a cage may have been feeling, more deeper than he would have otherwise felt if you put like hundred cages. animals in front of him you know it was it was just after his period of 14 days of staying within and connecting with that animal he lets that animal he opens the cage in because he feels that these four walls was my cage and what this animal which is supposed to be in the jungle and free a rabbit you know right supposed to be in the open we are keeping it in the cage to be sold for 800 bucks What right do we have? So I just wanted to capture that feeling because that's exactly how I felt the day I came out of my lockdown I saw this shop selling rabbits for 800 bucks in a cage. They won't grow. They, They need their senses to feel, smell, jungle, leaves, trees, ground, hunt, you know. So that's my film. And I just wanted to capture that feeling. I, it may not be a very great feeling, but I feel good. I tried, and I put something that affected me right out there in some defen, decent, cinematic level expression, silences, and I enjoyed it. I enjoy it more than anybody else. So that, yeah. So that's what I would say. That you know, go for your story, make it yours, and even we will enjoy it because it will be unique. You're from Agra, you know, make something from there. Right. I would love to see it. Right. I I think anybody. Right.
0: Thank you so much, Tushar. Thank you for making time for this. You know, um, my journey of learning with six amazing teams, And I think Tushar has done a fab job in, you know, answering questions raised by students. If you like this episode, um, do subscribe to our YouTube channel and of course you can catch the audio version of the podcast on platforms like Google, Spotify and Apple. Till then, until we meet again, I'd say stay curious.